Plot, Ice Castles, 1978. Heading. Written by Heather Niles. Alexis Winston, Lynn Holly Johnson, is a young girl who dreams of becoming a champion figure skater. One night, while practicing, Alexis suffers a terrible accident that takes her sight and threatens to destroy her dreams. In the midst of feeling sorry for herself she falls in love with a handsome young man named Nick, Robbie Benson who, with help from her family helps her to realize that she can still fulfill her dreams. Voice over off. When you're blind and watching movies, what will you find? A blind superhero whose superpowers are acting like he's not blind. A sighted actor overdramatically touching people's faces. Or maybe the whole joke is that they're bumping into different places. A spectacular. Welcome to Citizen White Cane, the podcast that examines the exasperation born from inspiration porn. It took me a really long time to write that. <laughs> oh, please tell me you're saving these because I literally I want to put them all in a book. Oh, well, they're, they're fantastic. Thank you. Um, I am so yes. that I don't oh. say the same thing twice. Oh, thank, <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Th those are amazing. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, and uh, I'm Melissa Buckdo, of course. Oh, yeah. And I'm Sky McLeod, which I didn't say my name. Um, and Today we are talking about Ice Castles, um, a movie about a blind figure skater. Um, this is in Citizen White Came, where two blind people we talk about movies. I don't know. We sometimes sit half the time say what the movie, what the podcast is about. The movie, on the other hand, is about ice an ice skater who um, goes blind in the middle of the movie um but there's two of them and we by some happenstance crazy, wound up watching the two crazy random happenstance yes uh so at, at my excuse uh so i i made a boo-boo and my excuse to a lot of the boo-boos that i make is uh, i'm fucking blind <laughs> yeah and i accidentally rented the 2010 version of oh. ice castles Which so it's not what I wanted. <laughs> and I just like am blind, but also have a lot of anxiety. And so every single time I was like trying to like go and rent things, I was like double checking the date like seven times. <laughs> We're like, okay, it's 70, 78. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it is annoying because you can't, it's the same name. So you just, every time you Google it, it kind of both come up. Um, right. And, and so you just have to like make sure, which is annoying that yeah. it's not more differentiated. And it's not like you can return a rental to iTunes and then rent another movie. Yeah. So why that, can't you do that? I know, right? Uh, that is how I watched uh, this movie. Um, yeah. Is, uh, through iTunes. I don't think it was streaming anywhere. It is not. And also, I usually get them on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And um, Amazon, it's like had a thing where it looked like it was available and then I actually went to the page and it um it said because of like some sort of like content deal they are not it's not available to buy or rent on Amazon oh that's weird I think the same happened with blind dating but this one at least was also on iTunes but like but it, it was very bizarre because it said that it was available and then when you actually click to it it wasn't so, yeah well and know. that's that's funny because like this I 
like blind dating, I it's not anywhere, and that doesn't surprise me because it's right. it's so it was such a small movie. This though, like this is not a. Um, I mean, granted, this movie isn't in the zeitgeist right now, right. but if you walk up to any you know middle aged lady or <laughs> or dude. And ask them if you've seen Ice Castles. I'm pretty sure they'd say, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I've seen that years and years and years ago. I feel like in the 70s, it's kind of like music. Like, everyone, there was a lot more monoculture than there is now. Like, now it's all so specialized that there's mostly, there's just only, like, maybe two things that, like, everyone's seen. It's like Game of Thrones, I guess. And I've not even seen Game of Thrones, so it's not really I, everyone. I can <laughs> I can confirm, though, that, that uh, the remake and... The original share many, many things. And one of the things they share is the the powerful, single, inspirational oh, song from the no, movie. Really? Through the Eyes of Love. Yes. It's also, you have to do with that too. It's not oh, at yeah. least like Evanescence. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's the whole thing. Oh, yeah. <gasps> that's so bad. Fantastic. No, it's, it's so. Fantastic and terrible. That mm-hmm. song. And so now we're going to have to like educate each other on the movie. But they play the song in the 78 one like three times. And I'm oh, just wow. like, why does this continue to happen? I only remember the actual singing of the song coming up once, but you hear the melody yeah, several times. Yeah, because I think it's her, yeah. her, her, um, uh, is it an act? What is it? Her skating. program. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Her program is, uh, to, to the, the, eyes of to the uh, uh, music <laughs> only version of that song yeah. that is yeah. very, very dramatic. It is. I guess it is very kind of like 70s, late 70s mm-hmm. ballad, but oh my God, it is just <laughs> so, so dramatic. When the when I heard this, I thought of um, the song from Quest for Camelot. Uh, Here in my eyes, your eyes, I don't remember. I'm going to look it up because okay. it's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> but that's exactly what I thought of because it's as cheesy and terrible right. <laughs> as that song is. Actually, Quest for Camelot is something we sh- we should um could consider doing yeah uh is there oh yeah yeah there's the, a blind, the blind hermit because mm-hmm. uh, i looked up animated movies with blind characters and it literally Ooh. well the thing was that you know how google is sometimes like if you google capital of you know um i don't know what's random country um hungry or something mm-hmm. it will just like pop up with the answer as the google number one thing it'll be like oh yeah you mean budapest or whatever oh, yeah um yeah. it literally i googled like blind character in animated movie and it was like oh you mean the camelot movie oh my god like it was just like there's no other answer and it was all that there's movie. there's gotta be i mean i love animation there's gotta be uh, apparently not also um we can we can do it i have no problem with it it's a shitty ass movie but we can do it I just the music is great a, i wish we had a lot of animated movies we mm. could do, but apparently there's only one. <laughs> the song is called "Looking Through Your Eyes." Looking through your is, eyes, which one? It was it, no wait. Was it nominated for Academy Award? I, think, I, don't, I don't think it I don't won, think so. but I think it, no. no, it was definitely nominated, but I don't think it won because I saw the Wikipedia. They said that it was nominated. Oh, for the, Academy the other Award. song. Okay, yeah. The through the eyes, through the eyes of love. Oh, I'm sorry. oh, sorry. Through the yes, eyes of love. that's what I meant. Yes, sorry. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um, I'm not surprised that it was nominated. I'm not surprised that it didn't win, but I'm I'm not well, surprised. Don't not quote surprised. me though. I'm trying to remember if it won or not. <laughs> so I'm not 100 percent sure if it, it did. It could have won. I don't know. There, I never liked well, the Academy okay. Award let's, songs. No. Um. Let's uh start off with uh. So it was my it was my week week to pick the movie, and this is yeah. one I picked because I remember my mom watching it uh, when I was little. I wouldn't say it's one of her favorite. 
Actually, no. It, she really likes this movie. And <laughs> she likes this and the Cutting Edge movies. Um, cutting Edge. Yeah, there's a whole trilogy of these things. They're figure skating movies oh starring, starring the lady who played Ren on Even Stevens. So is it kind of like Step Up? Yeah, but, but for figure skaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, so yeah, so she really liked this movie. And I remember watching it when, with her when I was really little. Um, I remember the last scene in the movie, the ending of the movie, vividly. Like, I didn't even yeah. need to. Um, I that's I can recall, like, shot for shot what that scene was. But uh, we'll get there. So all of that being said, um, <laughs> what did you think? You oh, like it? <laughs> yeah, I, it's all over the place. I mean, it's very, like, it's... It's both all over the place and also very bland and unmemorable. <laughs> like uh, you, I, yeah, it, it, it's, first of all, I mean, we were talking about this before we started recording, but it's like the first half of the movie, if not a little bit more, she cited. I think it's like more than half of the movie. It's like an hour. Yeah. Because the movie itself, I think, is like it's an hour. It's two hours. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about an hour and a half or an hour and. I think it's like 40. But 40, yeah, it's yeah. like, so yeah. it takes a really long time to like actually have her become blind. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I guess that's kind of, you couldn't do enough with just like her being a blind figure skater, I guess. Like you yeah, have to like well, have all this like backstory. I think, and I was thinking about this too, watching, I think it's because you, the, they thought, the director thought that you needed to see her rise to power. Or not right. power, but rise to fame, to yeah. to real to really feel, you know, when she lost it all. Right, and the assumption is that like she lost it all and she becomes blind, which is the thing that I just, which is why it just didn't land with me because I was like, well, she didn't like lose her like use of her legs. I mean, like, no, <laughs> she's still very easily her, figure skate, especially yeah. if you already knew how to when you're blind. Her, ex- exactly, her <laughs> body is fine now. Now, and then that's that's kind of what I was thinking too. Her, she still has the muscle memory. So, right. But my, I guess my question is, is uh, neurologically, is her balance all messed up? I mean, up? it's gotta be, be. It got it. The two things that would be affected is her balance and her ability to see the end of the rank, which is kind of something they go over. And I think they go over both of those things. Mm-hmm. But like those two things are not that big of a deal and are easily something that you know you do like basically rehabilitation for like a few months. And I imagine right. you could like learn how to do it. Like it really just doesn't seem like ice skating well, would be that affected. Yeah. And we are shown and told in both versions that she has light sensitivity. So basically, she's looking through a super, 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 super blurry. Well, it looks lens. like my vision in the movie, but they don't actually talk about light sensitivity in the first one. Okay, they in the remake it's said. Okay, they actually they actually do bring it up. Like she has still, well, she still has light sensitivity. Does it come up? Oh, like has light sensitivity? Not like she's sensitive to light, but like can still perceive yes, light. You correct. mean correct? Yeah, I see. So she has like light perception. Sorry, you're okay. You were all right. Yeah, light perception. They, even though in the movie they do say light sensitivity, <laughs> really, and that they mean light perception. That's yeah. so confusing because I have light sensitivity and that's a different thing um but yeah she does look like she has my vision though which was kind of this was the first movie we watched where she had some where the character actually had some vision which is weird yeah but that's not come up before um but uh, yeah so that's like so she kind of could see basically blurry stuff i mean i guess in the movie we see her vision and it is worse than mine but it's i imagine she's probably dealing with a lot of the same weird problems um of just like having some vision but not enough um but 
Yeah, so she, but she basically, like, once she becomes blind, they're instantly just, like, yeah, her career's over. She's not going to ever be able to skate again. Well, in, and, you know, um, we're going to be going back and forth because, again, I watched the 2010, you watched the 78. Right. So correct me if I'm wrong, but she has her accident and she gives up. She just, you know, she's done. She just assumes, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's up to her family and her oh, her boyfriend oh god we talk about her boyfriend um yeah. it's up to them to pick her up from the doldrums and push her to to get her to to keep going again and show her that uh she can overcome and she she already has all the skills she just has to learn how to use them in a new way and i'm i am fine with that but i think it took away Lexi's agency well that's and okay so this is something that i guess we'll have to like kind of figure out how much is in the 2020, 2010 one as well but like because I was like this is this just how women were treated in the 70s because it just seems so horrible but like every single person in her life from day one is just like telling her what to do and like she has no ability to choose anything like before she's blind like just like she her coach is really both co- she has two coaches because she has like her hometown coach and then she has the more um like you know same fancy in, coach yeah yeah in, yeah. in, the, in the remake it's her aunt but same deal oh yeah. oh it's her the her aunt is the one who's the coach at home right and i think that like it seems like they're almost related but it's very unclear if they are um but yeah, yeah. but and, it's yeah. yeah so they have like so at the beginning she's kind of like just a hometown figure skater that has some romp potential but doesn't it's not very um, she likes to fine-tuned yeah she likes to skate for fun she just right does she does it because she does it and it's fun yeah and i think it kind of seems like she likes it but again it is kind of like everyone is just telling her what to do and and no one and or what not to do and then sometimes like the conflict will be that two adults are just telling her to do something completely different one adult wants her to do one thing one adult wants her to do another thing and no one even asks her at yeah. all she has <laughs> um she has a uh an aunt i'm a, a loving aunt at least in my version and she has a uh the one thing i i really did like about the 2010 version is i loved her dad her dad oh. was fantastic. Yeah, was her just... dad's kind of a dick in this one most of the time. <laughs> Good. Okay. Oh my god. Um. So she, yeah, she has she has a father. She has a mother who's out of the picture. Oh, is she, is she not dead in the 2010 one? You know, they. I don't ever remember them explicitly saying it. They you just kind of have to infer in... that she's gone. Oh, okay. Because yeah. they do definitely say that she's dead multiple I times. In I, the old yeah, because I was like, I remember her being dead. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. It said like many times but at the beginning it's not explicitly said it's just she's gone and then later on it's said more explicitly it this movie is very weird in that it doesn't give you a lot of context of what's Mm -hmm. going on most of the time in not in like a skillful way but in a just like not well done like it's just like you're like wait we should have known this already or like this is just so unclear what's happening like i don't understand why and there is one more person in in alexis or lexi everyone calls her lexi in lexi's life her boyfriend is he different in the t- 2010 one? No, I mean, I guess, no, yeah. he's still an asshole, and I, he, I want to punch him in the face <laughs> and just scream. <laughs> uh, that that was probably the hardest part about watching this is I hated him so is much. He worse because I found him kind of not he kind of harmless in the 78 one. I think her dad was shittier <clears throat> than he was. Oh, interesting. Okay, because this one, 
exact opposite. Like her dad is a really big softy and very encouraging oh, and no. loving and really because oh, her yeah. dad in the in the seventy eight one is the one who's like the antagonist for the first half because he's like you shouldn't go and be a figure skater you can't like this is a dream the pipe dream like you can ne- you're never gonna be a figure skater basically no, like you should not leave to do this not at all complete That's opposite funny. That's, yeah yeah so her boyfriend Nick in my version, um, is a is a hockey player and he wants to get a hockey scholarship right. and go on to state and, and be a hockey player. Same as the original. Cool, yeah. cool. Okay, cool. And he encourages her to um to do this. Like to, you you're good, you're really talented, you should you should go, you should do it. Because I think he thinks that nothing is really gonna come of it. Right. Of the ice skating. Of the ice skating. Yeah. yeah. And of course she does and she's got all this talent and potential and everything. And then he gets mad because she's not doting on him anymore and he flops at his audition is not the right word tryout he flops at his tryout and doesn't get accepted he doesn't get the big hockey scholarship that right. that, that he wanted yeah that happens in this in the original too okay cool cool but he's just he is so needy and doesn't support her and then she gets big and famous and he doesn't he's mad and i get it you know he didn't get what he wanted but he he doesn't support her at all, right? Did they did they cut out the fact that she like is like winds up dating someone else randomly? Oh, okay. So they elude to it the fact that uh, Nick finally makes it to um, I a think game. it's her or not a her, game um, semifinals or something. Yeah, yeah, He makes it to one of her competitions and he sees her come off the ice and kiss. Uh, in this version, it's her coach Aiden is the highfalutin coach. Right. Whereas, oh, the, okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other one, it's, I think, like a reporter. I don't know. It's okay. very weird. All but of a sudden, they're never... like kissing each other in the movie, and you're like, what? Who is this guy? Yeah, but it's never explicitly stated they are dating. Right. Yeah. But so he That's sees the them. the same as the original. He, yeah. He sees them and gets mad, but they had already kind of sort of broken up before all of this happened. Oh, so, yeah. I think this kind of happens in the 78 mm-hmm. one. I mean, it's just that everyone is such a douchebag. He doesn't seem like that much different. Like in some ways, like he will, he just vacillates between being a douchebag and, and not. But like most mm-hmm. of the characters feel but, more consistently douchebag. Yeah. And then she gets blind. She becomes blind. And then he is, you know, he's here for her. He wants to help her. He wants to comfort her. He tells her that she's beautiful. He, she, he had never said that to her when she, before all of this started, when she was sighted. Um, and I'm like, hang on, is the is the fact that now like she's disabled, and you know you can swoop in and be her knight in shining armor, and she needs you, like now she's um, on your level, and she's a person. Because you, oh, wow, yeah. So this animosity is not in the first one. He seemed like a very nice boyfriend, and then like, and then she was kissing some other guy, and he got mad, which is understandable. And then he was kind of a dick about that for a while. But at least it was like, okay, but at least you like got mad about something that's reasonable to get no, mad this, about. This dude, <laughs> this dude is like sulky teenager through most of of the movie. I wonder if it's and a performance just... thing too cuz I could see a different performance making him out to be more of a douchebag, but he just seems more charming and like kind of more like like he likes her, you know, from the beginning. He does he definitely doesn't feel as cold. It's more her dad that's like being mm-hmm. weirdly like overprotective and he's just kind of like I'm up for whatever you're up for. <laughs> well, in the in the original, I mean, he's played by Robbie Benson. Yeah, Robbie Benson. So, I don't think they wanted to make Robbie Benson look like an absolute 
tool. That must be it. It is weird though because you expect him to be more of a tool in the 70s <laughs> yeah robbie robbie benson plays nick her her boyfriend and yeah. lynn holly johnson is alexis in the in the 78 right version replaced by uh let me i have it pulled up here replaced by taylor faith who plays lexi and rob uh, mayers it's gotta be a rob nick. it just has they have to be named rob oh yeah, and fun fact about this, about these, uh, which you told me before we started, they're directed by the same director. Yeah, and I think the script is not that dissimilar. No. It's basically I, close I, to the same. From what I've seen, yeah, it's pretty much beat for beat the same script. Um, the Yeah, the accident is pretty much the same. Yeah. I wonder if it's filmed similarly. <laughs> Oh well, okay. So we let's talk about that. So in but in this in the seventy eight version, she's accused of d- try, attempting a jump that she couldn't do that she knew she couldn't do because she wanted to uh, she wanted an out. She didn't want to do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. They accuse her of that like later on. Mm-hmm. In this version, in the twenty ten version, um, she does it. There, everyone's at a party. It happens at a party, so it's the same thing. It happens at right. a party, and it happens on a, on a rink. But in the other version, it's it's a lake. Um, they were they're at a someone's house, and she goes out and skates on the lake because in the seventy eight one, in the twenty ten one, I think that's what happens in the seventy eight one. She yeah, she's on a was it a lake? It I mean, I guess it's like it it it's a party. It's definitely it's a party. Same. So yeah 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 it, yeah yeah. Um, and she just. In the 2010 version, it seemed more like she had just got she had just broken up with Nick. She was feeling really down on herself. Um, she just didn't know what to do. And skating used to be fun, and now it isn't. And right. she goes out and skates. And I I don't think it was with the intent to injure herself. Definitely not. No, she Which just was just like such victim blaming. Like that mm-hmm. just pissed me off. And then that was never like really addressed. Of like, why did someone say that? Like that's fucking stupid. Of course she didn't. No one even tries to get hurt. Like, that's such a fucked up thing to say to someone. Skating, yeah, skating is her coping mechanism. When right. things get hard, she skates. When she's happy, she skates. When she needs to think, she skates. Like, that's just what she does. So no one wanted anything to do with her at this party. So what, what is she going to do? She's going to go skate. Yeah, it's, I mean, and, and she's just, like, feeling overwhelmed by everything and, and being kind of on display, I guess. And... Um, and there's like this undercurrent of like how a lot of skaters have like like mental health crises because we have this like the the um, this French skater who uh, was kind of like won the Olympics or was like second place or something I think and then like what didn't go to the future Olympics because she had hurt herself but everyone was like oh she probably had a mental breakdown instead of hurting herself um and so she the this chick sees um Lexi uh skating I guess it's very unclear if it's just like Lexi has a good job skating and then the French girl comes out and like keeps falling and is like freaking out and then she just disappears like the French girl's never seen again seems like she would be more of a you know arrival or or a character that we ever see again mm-hmm. <laughs> in any way but no <laughs> this the the remake is not really concerned with Lexi's 
rivals necessarily. You I see mean, the movie isn't either. No, you see a couple of them and they're named once and then you never see them. That's again. the same as yeah, the seventy eight yeah, one. That's, that's not really the story that they that the director wants to tell. Right. But then it is like a big part of like that realization is kind of implied that that's one of the reasons why she gets hurt. Because because mm. she's like inter- like Lexi is internally struggling that she made the other girl fall and so she's like feeling upset just generally because she's it, like crying and, and yeah like ang- and angry that this happened which also it's like I don't really understand like why she thought that she was responsible for the French girl falling it's it was very I didn't really understand that well but. I mean she feels a little. Um, like a fish out of water because you know all these girls they're beautiful and they come from these highfalutin skating clubs and everything and you know she comes from a little tiny club in Ohio and she is 16 which makes her old yeah yeah (laughs) then there's that which uh, do you have the scene where the coach like the the highfalutin coach who I guess in this in the 2010 one winds up being her boyfriend where Mm -hmm. it's not in the she's like uh another female coach um but she um she's talking to the um the two co- her coaches she has are talking and 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 they and the new coach is like she's she has a lot of promise um you know and then she's like how old is she and then <laughs> her, her i guess aunt who would be her aunt in the 2010 version is um is just like she's 16 and the coach literally is like never mind and walks out <laughs> I don't remember I don't remember having that scene um she definitely doesn't look 16 in in the 2010 version yeah she doesn't in the 78 one either mm-hmm. but it is funny that like apparently 16 is so old and, and maybe they don't do this as much as the 2010 version but there's the whole thing about how she's already like too old which I guess is part of the reason why like once she becomes blind it's like she doesn't have time to like learn to see because or not learn to see but learn to ice skate without seeing because then she's already too old old. yeah because it was like even before then everyone was like she's too old to like bother (laughs) training they have to be like nine years old when they start or it's not worth it um so I just thought that was very funny that there's so much (laughs) like she was just like retired it's very it's kind of depressing Mm -hmm. um but but yeah so that's i thought was a a funny thing about scene but um but yeah so that's part of it is she is there's kind of a sense of like time is not on her side i guess um but but yeah uh then we see the yeah there where were we um Uh, the party her her injury so she falls she attempts a jump and falls and uh, bangs her head up real good. Uh, I think I think it's a little bit more harrowing in the '78 version yeah. than it is in the 2010 because it's just she's skating alone on a big lake and then she does her jump and she misses and she falls and you can tell like her head hits the ice. But man, oh man, she crashes in the '70s in the 78 version because well, i was like how are they gonna edit this and then the way they do it is so dumb because they basically have it so that you see her falling and instead of like cutting away which i i don't know i mean i feel like you kind of i prefer when people just cut away i don't want to see someone fall <laughs> like that's not helpful to me i don't need to see that but um I like she so they cut of her falling and then she's already on the ground but they like to make it seem more 
of a big thing she like they actually have her like go into the shot like multiple times so it looks like she'd basically yeah. have to be like it's physically impossible like and they'll get like slightly different angles but they she they basically have like the impact is like get a lot of different angles but none of them she's actually really falling she's all all of them she's already on the ground basically it's it's weird and it goes on for way too long <laughs> It's incredibly dramatic. I mean, yeah. if, this, if this movie is one thing, it is dramatic with a capital D. Well, because I know, I knew the plot of the movie. Obviously, she has to become blind so for us to watch it. So, like, in the first hour, every time she was skating, I was like, this is when she becomes blind. Right. Oh, no, no, this is when she becomes blind. Yep. And yep. I was, like, yep. stressed out about it. And then, the, fucking, <laughs> the time she does become blind, you have, like, doo, 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 doo. it's, like, the most, like, she's doing a normal skating. And before, it's, like, this, like, very, like, like sweet pretty music some of it is the song that was nominated for academy award most of it is but like through the eyes of love yeah exactly (laughs) um but but in this one she's just like the score is just so dramatic even before she does anything when she's just skating normally (laughs) and so you're like okay well i guess this is the scene where she falls (laughs) because all of a sudden the music's super dramatic instead of being like pretty (laughs) so it's just like okay well why was i stressed out about her falling before now because she obviously is gonna fall now but yeah the score is oh my god it is so fucking emotive in a way that is very annoying oh it the movie the movie and the score tells you how you are supposed to feel right now and i'm a rebel i'm always like don't tell me how to feel i'll figure it out for myself (laughs) i'll feel how i want to feel exactly but um yeah so well okay so i um i'm curious about I, i don't know if you get hit on the head hard enough can you go blind? Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay, cool. You can, because there are, like, neurological blindness. Um, right, I don't right. know if it would necessarily work in that way, because that does feel like it's really a retinal problem. In the in the 2010 version, it's explicitly stated, because you see her go through all the MRIs and stuff, it's explicitly stated that she suffered a, a concussion. Yeah, no, that's a very in bad the, concussion. In the 78 one, okay. too. Yeah. yeah, there's, like, and it's also funny, because they have, like, a scene where there's um, a doctor... Um, and he's like, I guess it looks like that he's a med student and he's just talking to and like, and it is like, I'm like, oh, I guess that works for exposition. I think he's also talking to her family, but there's like a, I guess he has an assistant. I don't know. But it's funny because it's like this exposition scene, but it's all like super like doctory language that the average person wouldn't fully understand. So I'm like, why do we need this in the scene? in the movie when we're not necessarily going to why do we need people to be saying doctor language that the mo- most people wouldn't know well it's you know it's techno babble it's it's to make the world seem more real or but it a- just seemed unreal because why would it do- i mean maybe i mean doctors suck at this and do this is a problem like doctors should not be using that language with patients because it's extremely unhelpful but like he would think you know a good doctor would be able to explain things in more of a functional way but i think even bad doctors at least know to some extent you're supposed to tell people what like what matters about this information but i think i think also when they're when if you're using that language um you're either masking science that you don't want to have to deal with uh so just you're going to say a bunch of fancy words and people will just glance over it uh or you're using those fancy words to make whatever happened to her sound more legitimate right but that's like yeah i mean do we no, do you think we need that 
No, I mean they didn't use they didn't have all the words in the in the 2010 version. It was a concussion. Okay, yeah, because they're like actually t- saying like parts of the brain and like explaining a whole complicated yeah, thing, and no. then it's actually really hard to figure out what happened to her because it's kind of getting lost. And I'm like, why do they have a bad doctor? Like a doctor that sucks at communicating. <laughs> this is a movie. The, the doctor could be as good at communicating as you want them to be. <laughs> like, why would yeah. you make them bad? No, in the in the, in the newer one, it's just she's a concussion. She has major uh, light, or she she can perceive light. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's I mean that's probably a better way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But then like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know exactly if because I know you can have neurological blindness, but I don't know if it would be how similar it would be to the vision that she has. I mean, because I don't know. It feels like the vision she has feels like a retinal thing because it's just everything's blurry Mm -hmm. all the time. And Mm -hmm. it's like very, um, it's very, um, what's the right word? Consistent. Like, it's just like everything is a blur and you can only just see vague shapes. And that's like, that seems pretty consistent. Whereas I think neurological blindness tends to be, especially if you do have some vision, it tends to be a lot more all over the map on how it like presents it wouldn't be so consistent like it feels more like that might be an eye problem but it's like how could she get hit only in the eyes it's right. like that's the problem right. she didn't can't. get hit in the eyes yeah. she hit her head hard very hard but she hit her head right because no one it doesn't like i mean it is kind of funny because it's just like why pick blindness like that feels like you would just never no ice skate or whatever fall and become blind you know, like that just doesn't. That's not what you would think of. I guess like getting a concussion is not well, as filmically interesting. No, but they couldn't give her. Um, okay, and I'm, I'm about to sound like a, a a jerk, but they needed a disability that kept all of her physical faculties intact, <laughs> so that you she can't actually still you can't skate. immobilize her. Yeah, you can't immobilize her and then expect her to skate. Right. Well, that's but that's the weird thing is they're just like when she's in the doctors, they're just like, well, she was she had a lot of promise. And then it's like, yeah, she had a lot of promise done where she's done skating. It's over. And it's just like, what? <laughs> right. Because this is a basic this is my least favorite type of disabled story. This is the story about a person who is disabled, becomes disabled and has to overcome their disability. It's not about living with your disability or learning to adapt or accept you know, that this happened to you. It is, this is a a monster. This is something I need to beat and overcome and show all the other able-bodied people that I'm just like you. Right, except for it's not even like that because she won't even admit that she's blind to most people, which is very problematic. Um, And yeah, I mean, and it's just like, it's really annoying too that it's like, it's not even something that even would make sense why she can't like it they're just it doesn't make actual logical sense that they would be so much like she can never skate again like you know i mean at least just make it like that she does have a more serious like physical like actually has something that affects her physical body and then like it's about at least make it about her having to learn how to skate with a physical difference i mean i don't know it just feels I mean, like maybe, blindness is so irrelevant yeah <laughs> i mean maybe the the accident was you know well not maybe the accident was really traumatic for her you know and that's uh, what i thought but they don't <laughs> deal with that in the movie i'm like i feel like the blindness would be less of a thing than the concussion being traumatizing right, she, like that seems like it would be far more salient than just being blind like yeah. you can still ice skate it's like muscle memory <laughs> right yeah she still has all the muscle memory in it and everything i mean right. now granted you know if you took a sighted figure skater someone who wholly relied on sight to do everything 
and blindfolded them and then told them to skate, yeah, you probably would mess with their head. Yeah. For a little while. You know, I'm um and, and someone who is fully sighted now lives in a world overnight she has to figure out how to navigate this world this way. Right. Yeah. Right. Would but the like don't you think that a lot of the stuff in her life that isn't ice skating would actually be harder? Like cuz her dad at one point is like at least she has to graduate. She's given up on everything. I want her to at least graduate high school, which is when I was like, okay, I'm on the dad's side now cuz like do something. Oh my god. Like it's not yeah, that she's in, like just completely yeah. unfunctional as a human, in which the is other how one, treating it. Right. In the remake, uh Lexi goes into a, a horrible depression. And stays in bed for weeks. We're we're told weeks on a t- uh, on end, and yeah. her aunt comes over to try and make her feel better, but doesn't work. So finally, her dad is like, "I'm tired of it. It's been weeks. It's been weeks." Um, and he goes into her room, pulls her out of bed, uh, and is like, "You can't stay in this house and rot anymore. Right. I'm not gonna let you. It's not happening." It's like the only point, the only time in the movie he raises his voice to her, and not oh. to be mean. Or angry, but he's going to get his point he across. He made him so nice. He's so nice. Yeah, because he, like, is really, that's the first time he feels human in the other movie. Because he's just the entire time, he's just completely, like, getting in her way. And just ways where, like, why do you care so much if she goes to, like, sexual? Like, because he's like, she's going to get her feelings hurt and all these weird things. And it's like, calm down, dude. <laughs> like, he's just, like, a man baby, basically, is, like, a lot of it. And then, like, near the end, or when she does become blind, at least, He's like, okay, well, I want her to do anything, which also is just like, this shouldn't have been like one person's opinion. This should have been all of the adults in her life. We're like, yeah, of course she's going to do something. Yeah, and her. She's still a human. In her opinion. Like, nobody asks her, do you want to keep skating? Right. Well, no one asks her if she, ever if she wants to, really. It doesn't feel right. like she's ever gotten the choice. <laughs> right. And I mean, and yes, I think that, that it, it's up to her to make that choice. But, you know, maybe... To get her out of her horrible, awful depression that she was in, they they knew what the best medicine for her would right. be, and that's skating. Right. Well, I think that would be more justified when she is, like, being unnecessarily just, like, shutting herself out from the world. Because, like, I mean, I can see you have a story where someone is just, like, shutting themselves out from the world in a impractical or unreasonable way, which has definitely happened, and that all the adults are, like... You know, this sucks, but you got to, like, figure out a way to keep going because you there's a lot to live for inside. It's not the entire world. Like, you're you're you can have a happy life. And like, this is this is just, you know, you're allowed to grieve, but you also need to start your life up again. And like also like saying you should do stuff you love again. That's that is totally fair. And even if maybe she's reluctant to do it, I think that's the kind of like tough love that that I can justify if it's just like, I know you love doing this and it's this shouldn't stop like blindness should not stop you from doing this and so I'm gonna say you should still be doing this thing that you love but like before that everyone was still telling her what to do and you're like does she even want to ice skate like it's just very unclear what she wants at all yeah there's yeah there's tough love and then there's like making someone else's choices for them right which the movie thinks that tough love is making other people like and also like the way that people 
they people like really like verbally assault her a lot and and it's seen as like like the coach like the fancy coach is just like really abusive to her and it's just like at one point it's just like basically like either you do the ice skating my way or you get the fuck out of here oh like, yeah we we had that scene in the in the in the my version too she takes her into the into a hallway in the back of the rink and she's in he's like what the fuck you know not what the fuck but like what did you do i did a triple why did you do well because i knew i could do it right. i didn't tell you to do that you skate the program my way because I, that's what I choreographed da, 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 he has this whole speech blah blah, yeah, blah 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 that's the same with the coach in this one and mm-hmm. but she's just also like but Lexi's crying and the coach is just like why are you crying you baby like you need to be an adult and it's like oh my god like this person is like showing that they're like upset and scared by the way you're treating them like yeah, don't he didn't, fucking assault her he didn't call her out for crying oh, uh, yeah, but he definitely he, he she cried and he definitely made her feel like shit for going against the what the program is which is also just like what the fuck isn't she there to like learn how to ice skate why are they mad at her for ice skating <laughs> like it's i mean i guess if well, it's like unsafe that's yes one thing. i think i think it it was i think the way the coaches did this is absolutely wrong and irreprehensible and everything but i think there's a tiny tiny little bit of it that is coming from a place of of love mm-hmm. if not love then wanting her to be safe yeah see in the 78 one there actually is a justification and the justification is that doing basically that there's like some sort of hierarchy of like like the judges want you to be doing something fancy and doing the triple is not you can't do it perfectly like it's going to be too rough and there's also like something like it's seen as completely morally bankrupt that she would care about this because it has nothing to do with her safety it's entirely like a weird ice skating cultural excuse that doesn't you know, that it's completely, yeah, messed up that that would be the reason why she's so upset. Like, yeah, she doesn't say it's because of safety. She says it's because she can't do it. Like, it's not going to work for her, like, in her, and that's not what the judges want. That's a, that's her excuse, is it's right. not what the why, judges yeah. want. Yeah, why concentrate on something you can never perfect? Right. Because when you, when you skate in front of a judge, they're going to judge on who's technically the best right right and she's basically like this is what they how they think and like it doesn't matter what you think about it stop crying like you're a you're ungrateful child for like and it's just like oh my god yeah that's okay no 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 yeah yeah you can you can get your point across without being a dick (laughs) yeah and it's also like your point kind of sucks and i'm like you've got to some part of you know that like what you're asking of her like she's not doing anything wrong and like what you're asking of her is actually kind of shitty and like and maybe like you have to have some humility in that and be like hey I get that this is like actually a cool thing and I get that you're trying to do something that's a little less polished but this is like a problematic system <laughs> where like where certain things are rewarded but she does none of that she's just like this is what's morally right just because like it's yeah it, I, I hate it <laughs> um, but yeah so there's I don't yeah, they're, yeah all the adults are just completely unreasonable they're like children but they're also very verbally abusive all the time and you're like what is happening <laughs> yeah it kind of felt like in in my version a lot of that at least at the beginning was saved for uh her boyfriend and then he does like a complete 180 but i think that's because he can he now has the opportunity to swoop in and take care of of his little you know damaged dove of his little por- you know this little por- porcelain doll that he can 
keep and have control over and right and that is kind of more sinister i mean as much as like it's horrible in the 70s one watching the adults at least you're like well maybe their generation will be better like you know by the end you're like okay well at least robbie benson seems not that bad so he's the youngest one so like eventually all these horrible people will die (laughs) like and then the world will be a little kinder but when it's like the boyfriend's abusive that's just not fun to watch because you're just like oh god (laughs) yeah like it's not gonna get better for her and i mean he doesn't you know he doesn't hit her or anything he's but just like, but he's an emotional abuse yeah abuse. he's just a real he's just a real jerk and it's just it's like, oh my god take your head out of your ass and be happy for her yeah you know when she was doing all of this and everything and yes he does come back and he does help her um rehabilitate herself and get back into skating again yeah but See, yeah. that's when he kind of seems the douchiest in the 78 one is like right mm-hmm. when he's like rescuing her because he's kind of just like still mad at her and then like trying. He's like pushing her. He's well, kind of doing like this weird tough love thing. Yeah. That it's just like that's not there's a, helpful. There's a moment where there's a moment where she attempts a jump on the pond and he says something like, um, what? You can't do it. You can't do it because there aren't a bunch of cameras watching you. Right. Right. Which you're like, what? Whoa. Are you whoa, doing? whoa. Yeah. It's like that came totally out of left field everyone like constantly is like yeah it's like you did the 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 flip because you wanted and fell because you just wanted out of all the pressure it's like one of the things and then it's like you know you only want to do it for the attention is the is one of the other things it's like everyone is like what the just maybe she's just doing a sport that's dangerous and got hurt and like and now she has she's struggling because she has a disability that apparently is going to make it that apparently people are going to just write her off now for like some fucking reason like and it's just and, and but everyone is just coming up with a way for it to be her fault and you're like this does not seem like it's her fault and like you know as annoying as it is for her to be like isolating herself maybe the adults like need to like look at themselves for a second because like that is not the way you treat someone <laughs> like that's like, a really fucked up thing to do to a kid like yeah it's it's really she did yeah because then she thinks she needs to go out and do something like that yeah, because she has something to prove to these idiots. Right. And she has nothing to prove. She's yeah. a really good figure skater. Right. And then, and it's also like, and the fact that she has to be like so polished to like win the respect of judges is like set up at the very beginning and we keep coming back to that idea. Well, yeah, that's, that's a systemic thing in the sport of figure skating. Right. I, but I, then I, that's know. never addressed as it's, it's only seen in the movie as like, yeah, this is just how the world is, you know? And it's like, well you know what can you do about it like yeah. and you're like we could also question that i mean i would love to watch a movie well actually about a figure skater questioning that oh that i can i can give you two recommendations right now i tanya is fantastic oh and yeah that will uh absolutely help you out with that also i need to look this up but there's a fantastic um piece in on radio lab no i was gonna say there's a that radio lab piece yes, which about, i feel like about they the, probably option for yeah <laughs> oh my god they should about the, um she's um, you might have to edit this out, but she's an African American figure. Skater? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yes, yeah. No, yeah. she's a black figure skater black, who yeah. like, um, is like a lot less polished than the other ones, and like does. It's kind of like the if this was an interesting movie, like yeah, yeah. I'd like to. <laughs> I cooler. would really like to see that <laughs> yeah. story. So yeah, yeah. They look, should make that. Why did they make two ice castles and they <laughs> yeah, never not make it, that story? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, should we? We should look up her name. Probably. Yes, yes, we should. If we're gonna we're gonna talk about her, we should say her name. Um, yes, yeah. So yeah, I, those two things. Like, go watch those because they're or watch one and listen to the other because they're absolutely fascinating. 
because the world of figure skating is insane. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I mean, it is just weird how much they, like, talk about how. Um, so the episode of Radiolab apparently is called On the Edge. That's it, yeah. And um, Sernia Bonali. Bonali, yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's Is that's the it. name of the figure skater um, who's... Who should have a movie about her instead of fucking two ice castles. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The juxtaposition between disability and sport. I mean, it's uh, it's a tale. It's it's a tale as old as time. Yeah. And it's a very complicated thing. Mm -hmm. It's something I struggle with a lot. Like when people talk about like the Special Olympics being segregated. Yeah. So that was something that I was thinking about watching this that I definitely didn't think about when I was little and watching this because now I know that the Paralympics exists oh do they call it is that the correct term oh uh well oh no is that it's specifically para, it's for Paralympics and Special Olympics so they're two specifically oh. different things oh okay it's completely so, separate events. so they're even segregated yeah, or are so, they different sports well okay also? so you have the regular the regular you have the Olympics right and then uh, I think it's a week or two weeks after the the Olympics is done you have the Paralympics which is, the Paralympics is specifically uh no specifically disabled athletes oh the special olympics is developmentally disabled so physically disabled you go to the paralympics development developmentally disabled you go to the special olympics i that okay that makes sense but like yeah and again this isn't the story that they wanted to tell but nowhere in this movie is it mentioned like the Paralympics, like you can, you can totally do, do this. Paral- would she be? A, would she qualify since her disability doesn't like barely affects her sport? <laughs> I don't know. Unfortunately, I can't ever recall watching figure skating and seeing someone who is sight impaired at all. Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, I, honestly, just because you. Like, I've gone ice skating, and it is terrifying because you can't see where the end of the rink is. And there are ways in which you are, like, very much it is a problem. So I I assume they would let her do that. It would be weird not to. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's what she has to do in the movie is she has to measure out the rink in paces is is what she does. Yeah, and the rink is really big. And luckily, there also is, like, a a wall, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, you can't, like, you can't just run into the wall. So that would still be bad. Like, <laughs> just having one doesn't mean... I mean, they would probably take points off safe. if you hit the wall. Well, yeah, I mean, it also could hurt her, too. Yes, like, she does yes. have to, like... Because she does, and they do this a lot. They show this a lot. She When she skates, when she can see, she is just very quickly... It's just there's a lot of shots. Most of it is not her doing tricks, but her just, like, <laughs> just going very quickly and, like, turning very quickly. And so you're seeing, like, how fast she goes. And so I... The whole time, I was like, oh... Oh, yeah, I guess this would be very scary to do. Like, looking at what she's doing as a blind person, I'm like, oh, God, like, this is oh, yeah. this is actually terrifying oh, to definitely. imagine having to do that. Like, and so at least the whole movie, I'm like, because anytime I watch a sports movie, I'm like, could I do that? Like, I don't think I could do that. Like, and this was definitely one where I was like, I could not do what she's doing. So, so I get, but she does have the advantage of, like, learning all the skating stuff, because that's something that was always felt like an a difficulty for me is I couldn't balance very well and so like it was very difficult just to learn because you didn't have the ability to learn as well but she already did all the learning so it's like right, just right. rehabilitation exactly. and so that's like a lot smaller thing whereas for me it felt like I have to like do what she would have to do but then I would have to learn how to ice skate like I would have to do that before I learned whereas she has already learned so she just has to do the blind stuff and she, it's not like that's not the way to 
way to learn how to that's not the thing she has to do before she can start because she already learned how to ice skate so i don't know it seems not like a big deal but <laughs> and yeah and now and now we come to it um the, the uh so in the movie uh she at least in my version um she kind of sort of just disappears from the figure skating world yeah she does yeah and everybody's freaking out because they're like what happened to her like we we don't all we were told is she broke her arm and no one will talk to us and uh, she gets entered into nationals anyway because Nick does it. He keeps oh, her. He yeah. keeps her in, in. He keeps her in the open slot. Um, I think they do. Yeah, they kind of they do something similar in this one. They again they just have her. Um, like everyone decides. I think it might be Nick as well, but like they just decide for her what she's gonna do. Yeah. So <laughs> right. So in the 2010 version. It is still kept a secret. Nobody yep. knows. Same that thing she's in seventy eight. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and when she competes in nationals, nobody knows she's blind. Yeah. Okay. So my question is: it, it, Was it the same in, in the seventy eight version? It, but because I I can't remember if I rec- and I could be recalling it wrong, but um, Lexi goes out to skate, and the announcer is talking about how she's blind. Oh, really? Like at the beginning? It at the end? You know what? That was probably put in the trailer. Yeah. Cuz I don't remember. Now that I think about it, I don't remember. That. Is that in the 2010 one? No. Oh, no, it's definitely not in the 78 one. Okay, cool. Okay, so no okay, so no one knows she's blind. Yeah. Yeah, and well and and when asked why, she specifically says, "I don't want people to pity me." Yeah, yeah. And I I got to say I absolutely know what that's like. Yeah, um, I get that, but I'm also like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> like, <laughs> just why? When you do that, why would you make it so much harder on yourself? Like, I just, I can't. Right. I mean, I, I, I hear you. I, 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 I. Yes, there. It's like there's, you know, I'm proud and blind. Like, I do. I want people to know I'm blind. Like, in, in every, in anything I do, I'm not. I'm never yeah. afraid to say, yeah, I'm blind. However, um, I think with something like that, or or any competition in general that's physical well i can't even say anything that's physical but any in in competition in general uh you might not want people to know that you're blind people it sucks because people are automatically going to to look at you and see you differently than everybody else i mean i yeah but i want that because i know what it's like for them not to and it's a (laughs) fucking it's a nightmare (laughs) i'm i'm not on the opposite end of the spectrum but i gravitate between both of them yeah um i am on an extreme i think no amongst the blind people (laughs) yeah i mean it's especially in acting you know i've had people you know one of my teachers congratulated me on you know oh my gosh you were up there and amazing and um no one could tell you were blind yeah like you you hit it so well no you know no one could tell i'm like oh Cool. Thank you. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to. Okay. okay, okay. I'm writing a, a pilot right now about a, with a blind main character. And one of the lines is like, someone says that. And she's just like, not a compliment. <laughs> That's, that yeah. is the best way to respond to that. Yeah. yeah. Not, not a compliment. Now, granted, the character that I was playing is not supposed to be blind. So there, so there it is. But it's also like not our our interest to be cited like because it's like not that's not good that's not a good thing I think is what we both think about that it's just like that's it's not a compliment to say that we're like something we were not wanting to be like and like in a you could play a role and I mean I don't know I guess like if you play like a a douchey guy 
um, then, well, no one would ever say like, like I couldn't tell you weren't, like <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like what would be the things where it would feel appropriate to say like I you really disappeared. You just seem so much like this douchey guy character. Well, that's 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 <laughs> that's an appropriate thing to say, right? But people don't say <laughs> to that, an actor where it is yeah. like more of a compliment when it is something that's not like that isn't just like okay, well, like yeah, like ninety nine percent of people. Because I have to like deal with that ninety nine percent of people all the time, and so it's easy for me to emulate them because I kind of just have to sometimes, and sometimes I have to do it just because I'm scared or I feel unsafe in a situation. You know, it's not like it's like yeah, I know how to do it, but it's not something that I feel prideful about. I guess mm-hmm. like you know, I don't know. Well, it's tricky. I, yeah. Oh, no doubt about it. It is tricky. Yeah. Um, when I went on my big audition to come here to Oregon, uh, in New York. Um, I was told, you know, that the proctors will not, uh, they will sit there and be stone faced. You know, they will laugh if you make them laugh, but they're not allowed to, um, make any verbal, uh, make any verbal, um, uh, proclamations about how you did or, you know, anything like that. They're not allowed to applaud. They're definitely not allowed to applaud because everybody is treated equal when you go into the, to the audition room. Well, you know, I practiced just as hard as everybody else did. And when when you go into the room, they have an elevated stage that there is uh, steps to climb. And I could have not used my cane. I could have walked in the room and they let me walk on the stage beforehand and memorize all the steps and everything, which I do anyway. Right. But we had practiced in my audition practice, uh, training not only the pieces and everything, but we also spent time on like what to do with my cane. Like that was a whole thing. Oh my gosh. We had to figure out what exactly I was going to do with it. So I didn't like, well, I didn't practice for, you know, six months not to use it. So I went in there and I used the cane. I put it down, did my thing, da da da. Right. Thought I did real well. Uh, and all, and you know, all of a sudden uh, everybody applauded. <gasps> the whole room just applauded. And I'm like, in the moment I was really happy because it's applause and yeah. I'm an actor. I'm very happy. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's instant high. And then I, I you know, thank you. And I bat, took a bow, left. And then I walked out. And as soon as the door closed, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, wait a minute. They weren't supposed to do any of that. Oh, my god! I mean, people were thanking me and applaud. You know, I'm just like, wait. So did you get to sit in on anyone else's audition? No, but I went with friends. Okay. Uh, so and so we, you we filled each to... other in. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also when you are in line to go into the room, the walls aren't super thick. You right. can hear everything that's going on. So so no one else got no. that? That's no. so fucking stupid. No. So, so you you then wait for three hours to figure out how many callbacks you got. And I was like, well, I got the entire room to applaud. Right. Some Obviously they liked me. So I go back. Uh, nothing. <gasps> I got no callbacks. Not even one. That's horrible. It was terrible. It was the worst thing. So um, now my head is like all fucked up because I'm like, oh, oh wait a minute. God. They broke the rules for me. And, and now, then, and then they're just like, yeah, you did really great. Okay, bye. Wow, that's so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Long story short, I went to another set of auditions the next day, got them to laugh. None of them applauded. Everybody stayed stone faced and I got three callbacks. So well, I'm like, you, you know, well, they were just shitty then. Yeah, I, I, cause that's real. I shitty. hate, I 
just hate that whole that entire room of people. You're gonna have to tell me who it is after we when we're not recording. Um, but that bringing bringing it all back around. Um, I get it. I truly get it. You know, I don't want to tell them I'm blind because then they're just going to pity me, yeah. and they're already going to count that against me. Yeah, that is something that like, or or you go out there and no matter what you do, like you could take a dump on the rink. And they would applaud you because you're blind. And at least you got up today and you put the skates on and you went out there and did it. Right, right. Well, Which is like a very low bar. Yeah. I mean, she's that's stupid. I, Why doesn't that happen to me that often? I'm trying to figure this out. Because I mean, I'm also just not a rule follower. So I think people are just always mad at me. It's more what happens. Because I'm like very anti-establishment. So I just kind of piss off most people in power more like very quickly. Than, like that, You know, it's only like the kind of more rebellious people in power that like, like me to begin with. So I think that's part of it. It's like I... I just, I've already pissed people off by the time they could be shitty and passive aggressive. <laughs> like, the people who are going to applaud me for just existing or the people who are already mad because I did something they didn't like. Um, maybe, I don't know. It's weird that that doesn't happen to me very often because I've also heard a lot of blind friends say that. And it could be that I, yeah, I don't know why. It's very, yeah. I, it's something I, I really want to figure out because well, it is weird. And I kept asking myself, you know, are they applauding for me or the cane? Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, like, something that I would, yeah, I mean, I would get really mad about that. It could be, now I'm wondering, is this, like, happening to me and I'm not noticing it? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like it's hard to say. I mean, because I, I think I just always, um, yeah, I mean, I also just grew up not getting to be blind. Mm -hmm. And so I think that probably has something to do with it, mm -hmm. like, that I don't, um, that I kind of and I come into every situation being like I am blind I'm making that big part of what I'm doing and so I think that I tend to like I don't know I guess I talk about it enough that it's it uh, like just so people don't co-opt what it's right. like like I try to yeah. like throw in things that people wouldn't necessarily assume yeah. I mean you know it's if you're not gonna cast me don't cast me that's fine yeah. If I don't fit the role or if I'm not the type of person you're looking for, you know, don't don't cast me. I'm not angry. I'm I'm I will never for not forget that story because I didn't get callbacks. Well, I will, yeah, you know, I will bullshit. remember because yeah, because basically they broke the rules for me and I didn't want them to. Well, yeah, and they it's just like have. you shouldn't apply if like it's it's just really fucked up because it's just like well, and then you set that person up. Yeah. You set that person up to think they succeeded, right. and they failed anyway. <laughs> right, right, and like, and it's it's just it's so like patronizing, like that you can't just be consistent. It's like that you're. Well, I mean, and this is why the Paralympics are like, what, why it's complicated, and I don't know what to think about it because, I think that like competition is inherently ableist for the most part like it's super duper and yeah. that's part of the yeah. problem and i think that that's an inherent problem with sports and i don't know how to solve that you know i think that like that's also like when they talk about how like like binary women in male sports and how people who don't fit in the biological binary or people who are trans are like really right. just completely like not 
don't get to be part of it and people like you know like wrestling or something and they're like well people weigh more if they're of you know different quote-unquote genders but like that's still just a binary thing that's like biological sex not actual gender um but like that is i it is like okay if there is a different in weight and that really does affect someone's ability to win then I don't then that's a fucking problem because you shouldn't that you shouldn't be discriminating against people who are trans or like making them feel like they don't belong there and sometimes it is just transphobia but like you know and it has nothing to do with the actual physics of it but I think that like generally when it comes to like having different biological like things going on with you that competition can like well, but it's also weird because it's really like people who are on the other end of the spectrum that are, you know, the athletes because they're the ones who yeah. are like who are biologically very abnormal <laughs> as well. But it's just in a way that's convenient well, for the sport. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and I wish at least in the remake, you know, I wish they would have focused a little bit more on like the on the Paralympics. Like this is an alternative. This is something that that you could have you know you have nothing to prove to to these to all these sighted people right because she doesn't like she doesn't reframe it as like oh like i don't need this bullshit system like that that really was already fucking with my head and like Mm -hmm. making me feel shitty about the world and myself like because she was already suffering a lot before she becomes blind right and then it's like okay well now you're not going to be allowed in the system and then this is a good time to be like this system fucking sucks you know like being broken up with by an abusive boyfriend and then realizing like oh they were abusive like i don't want to be in this relationship (laughs) anymore but no she just like kind of goes back into the system like (laughs) right but you know but there but then again it's it's hard because I personally think that I think the Paralympics are great and I'm glad we have them and I'm glad we have the Special Olympics. But personally, if all that is considered wrong, because being disabled is not wrong, but in the eyes of the judges, if all that is different about her is that she can't see, she should be allowed to compete in the Olympics or in you know, the nationals or whatever, whatever she decides to do. Right. Well, and I wish... I mean, figure skating also is, like, it's kind of more of an art form than it is a sport. Like, because, you know, if you're, if you are a little person and you want to play basketball, then there are things where you are going to be at a disadvantage if you're trying to, you know, compete. (laughs) Um, Like, in, in um, non, um, you know, uh, I guess, is basketball in the Olympics? Yeah, basketball is technically an Olympic sport. I for, I I don't actually oh, watch oh, the Olympics. No, I I watch the opening ceremonies because they're awesome. They are Usually, cool. I do. Yeah, and then I like to watch the Parade of Nations. I have certain sports that so I'll. Long. Yeah, it's so long. I love it. I, love it. <laughs> I want to be that person that is like in the booth and is like Bulgaria. Like the, I I want to do that job. That would that's, be fun. That's what I want to do. Um, I think I watch. Um, I, wa- I I pick and choose which sports I watch. I mean, Summer Olympics. I'm gonna watch gymnastics. I'm gonna watch equestrian. I'm gonna watch diving, um, and trampoline and like weird shit. I like the weird ones. Yeah. Fencing. Uh, Winter Olympics. I'm gonna watch uh, figure skating and speed skating. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really. Curling. Well, and my mom loves curling. Maybe. Mm, maybe illusion bobsled. But that's honestly, that's, that's about it. Dope. Yeah. Those um, are fun. Yeah. I just don't. But ice skating, though, is more of an art form. Yeah. Well, I, oh, and they have um, not only do they have, you know, figure skating, ice skating, but they also have ice oh, yeah. dancing. Have you seen that? Um, 
Is that, how is that different? Was that like when you're in a duet? Yeah, that's two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We would, that would be the only thing that would be on from the Olympics in our house, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I think we also did gymnastics. It was always like skating and, and gymnastics, but like, um, for the two ones, but um, like, with the, but she is a figure skater and that's like not competitive in the same way as like a sports sport would be competitive like it's still an artistic form yeah i think i think that a figure skater is as much an athlete though as a basketball player to be honest i mean you have to keep your body in in physical but shape it's the you train you know right i guess it's like the difference between competition and art form which you can have both but it's still like you can have art competition yeah and I, and that's true and and I think that's why judging figure skating is super weird because yeah. it's like in college when you're, you know, getting, taking a theater class, your final, uh, final, final is not a pen and paper test. It's a performance. Right. And you, how do you grade that? Right, right. Well, it's kind of like auditions are the same yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that like if you want, but because there is some leeway, you could like at least just figure out ways to incorporate the blindness as part of the art because it's like it is different from like a thing where you're just you know like baseball like if you're a blind person playing baseball it's just a fucking pain in the ass like you know like it's oh, just yeah, like I've... it's just you can't hit the ball like and you can't see where anyone is and you can't it's just an impossible game to play true however um, have you played the adaptive version of baseball? No, I haven't. Oh, but it, good. <laughs> but that's the difference of like if you're playing non-adaptive baseball and a right. blind person. Sure, but then why? Then it's just too much as, work. As a blind person, why would you play non-adaptive baseball? Right, exactly. That's my point. Yeah, like Ooh. why would you do that? And whereas like that's that is more a competition where mm-hmm. you are just at a disadvantage and it's just that's it you're just at a disadvantage and if you're going to be playing with sighted people then it's just like it fucking sucks and no one and every blind person who ever had to take PE will tell you that like that's horrible and it's traumatizing oh my God. and no one wants mm-hmm. to do it um, I've never met a blind person who isn't like yeah I was traumatized by needing to play unless they went blind after being in high school <laughs> um, but like that's yeah pretty universally a trauma of blind people um, but like yeah, so that is one thing, but then it's an art form. You can it's also a single person art form. So you can like make blindness part of your routine. Like you could do more, you can make it more part of the art, but it's it's just like literally it's just she's trying to 100% pass as sighted, which should never be the goal. <laughs> no, no. I I think it would have been a stronger story if she would have embraced her blindness. I right. mean, like like you said, you know, absolutely it's devastating to lose your vision you know you could see yesterday and then the next day you can't so right. yes feel sad you know yeah. you can feel sad that's fine like, yeah. feel, feel your feelings you we know? all it, feel sad when that stuff happens but yeah. that doesn't mean it's, it never ends your life like, you get over, over. It also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. she but. still gets to do the thing that she loves right yeah it's it, it is just very weird like the the drama is just making assumptions that you're like I don't you haven't convinced me that this is such a problem and like it feels like everyone's overreacting um but yeah so she kind of just I mean we've kind of gone through all the different things (laughs) of the plot I think the main thing we haven't touched upon is the very very end which I don't know if they do the same thing in the 20 
10 version yep, same thing okay mm-hmm. um where she like does her full act and she like has it done perfectly and she's counted out all the steps and everything and then at the begin on the first time that she's doing the first time we see her actually do like one at the beginning of the movie there's everyone's applauding her and standing up and then like because she did such a great job they're throwing flowers onto the rink um to be like oh beautiful like job like you do and that's that's done i've been right to, i think you that's know, a real thing right yeah people do it yep i've seen right. it yeah and so so and we also establish that in the movie that that's what people do and then and and you see her like picking them up in the first scene and then in the last scene she's blind but pretending to be sighted so she's like everyone's clapping and they're really happy and then um she is doing the victory lap and she falls because she didn't know she didn't know to like pick them up or that they were even there um and so then everyone's like oh. yeah she couldn't see them right <laughs> right exactly because they didn't because they, they had fr- like planned the mm-hmm, rink around mm-hmm. her like yeah. her sight but the, yeah. and then the last scene the last line of the movie is because um Robbie Benson, Nick, um, like comes up and is like, we forgot about the flowers. <laughs> um, and then he just like walks onto the ice with her and then the two of them are sitting there. And, I'm, and I was also like, is he going to like help her get off the ice or they, are the two of them just going to stay there? I was, I forgot how, why they needed to stand there for such a long time. <laughs> I mean, in the in the maybe in, it's different in twenty ten. In the twenty ten, the same thing happens. We forgot about the flowers, um, and then they laugh and they stand up and um, I think he goes to lead her off the rink and they just end up standing in the middle of the rink and like kiss and then the credits roll. Yeah. So that's yeah yeah it's the same. It's yep. basically the same. I think it's like yep. exactly the same movie. <laughs> um, it, it pretty much, pretty much, it is the exact same movie. Do you think it needed to get remade? No. Hell no. (laughs) I don't understand why this story needed to be retold. Also... I don't even know why it needed to be told at all. Yeah. (laughs) Also, no shade to the actors in in the 2010 version. You know, they're fine for who they are. I think they're fine. But nobody, you know, quote unquote famous is in the 2010 remake. Right. So it's, well, it's made it, for TV too. It's not. It wasn't even like released, released. It was just yeah, no, it's a TV, TV movie. Yeah. yeah. So duh. You know that's yeah, yeah. Right. But it is very weird that it needed to get redone, especially if you're not going to like change anything really fundamental about it or even much at all, other than I guess that the fact that now the boyfriend's the abusive one, emotionally abusive, <laughs> is supposed to like all the other adults. But um, do they? There's a thing where she, like, is wearing her mom's sweater when she, like, goes blind. I don't know. There's a lot of really weird scenes oh, in this. Oh, yeah. No, none of that here. Okay. No, like, literally. I was going to ask you what right, the hell was with in, that. In the, in, the, in the 78 version, before she even does her big finishing routine, she goes, this is for you, mom. Oh, or, this is for you, mama, or something. Um, She does. She, she might yeah, do she, that in the 78. I just don't remember. Yeah. Um. But literally in the in the remake, it is it is inferred and glanced over and then never brought up again. Right. Because in the in the 78 one, she's like has she's wearing she when she's like completely hiding from the world. She wears her mom's sweater and then the her coach, her which maybe she is an aunt. Also, it's it's very unclear if they are related or not in in the 78 one. Um, But the the from home coach is like get that sweater off why are you wearing your mom's sweater and like is like 
just like trying to yank it off of her and it's like what why what is happening why can't she wear her mom's sweater like what is going on well it's like she tries to comfort herself and she tries to yeah she's trying to get through this really traumatic thing that you know, that happened to her right and everybody is just like snap the fuck out of it and go skate right right they're so aggressive towards her or they're just like they're either like go skate or yeah you're right your life's over so just like stop being a baby about it and just accept that you're never gonna do anything ever again in your life and it's like wait what <laughs> i'm sorry that's like so fucked up on two different two different levels and that like the fact that you that it helps to like verbally assault someone as a way of calming them down obviously not helpful and then also the fact that being blind is the end of her life which like half the characters seem to believe is just like what the fuck are you talking about i don't know if it was the same in the in the um 70s one as it wasn't in uh mine but because we know that that uh lexi is blind and that is a plot point in the story there's nothing about uh, this actor's performance that says I'm blind. <laughs> oh yeah, at all. Now, granted, we have to deal with a person who has had vision all their life, and then all right. of a sudden just doesn't. So yeah, yeah. you're not gonna like pick up on on the um, idiosyncrasies of being a blind person, you know, in a day. I get that. Right, right. Because like in the first, there the, one of the first shots uh, while she's blind, she's like looking directly at someone, and I'm like, okay, like because I remember noticing that, but then also being like, she just became blind, so that's a little bit more believable. Like she's much more used to like looking at people than a normal blind person who's been blind for a lot longer would be. But yeah, it is true. She never really I mean at the very end I think the last scene where she falls over the roses there's a little bit more because you see because it's the first time her her blindness really like I don't know it, it, it feels more salient like she's trying to live her life again but then like it's still going again the way honestly the flowers party is probably the most the most interesting part of the movie which is why they put it then but it's also just like you could have done a whole movie of stuff like that mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you could have mm-hmm. just not done a bad movie and then only had one like even remotely salient idea at the very end <laughs> like <laughs> but um but yeah like it is it she kind of like sometimes she doesn't fully make eye contact with people but it isn't it isn't a great blind performance it's kind of it's it yeah it's not super consistent or totally believable but yeah i don't know how how worse it is in the 2010 version i mean you couldn't i mean she's there's nothing that indicates there's almost nothing that indicates she can't see yeah except for the what she's saying and and uh the situation that she's in yeah you do kind of forget because it it takes an hour for her to become blind and then when she's blind it's also like yeah right she's blind like Mm -hmm. sometimes she (laughs) occasionally will kind of show up but there are times where you're like well it's not like she's acting any differently (laughs) if i were to fix this i know we haven't done done this in a while but if i were to fix this script thinking that yeah yeah i'm very interested in what you what you would do um but if i was going to fix this script uh i she would either go blind sooner or be born blind yeah um, or vis- or be really cool to just have her be visually impaired because uh, then that's even more you know yeah. like like we are although she is visually impaired right um, but even just, a little bit more visually impaired because yeah or sorry a little bit more sight like a little bit it, more sighted she's yeah. functionally blind yes. given how little she can see in the movie like yeah. functionally sorry yeah not functionally blind but functionally no sight blind <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i would i would change that uh, I want to see. I would. I want to see more of her rehabilitation. Yeah, definitely. Because you don't see a lot. Like you see her try and get better because it's a montage, but 
I want to I want to see more of that. I want to know I want to know more about what's going on in her head. I want to know more about how she feels about everything. I just want this poor woman to have some more agency. And then yeah. I think the ending, although I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of, you know, going into this I was wearing nostalgia glasses. So that ending um I think the the 78 version is better, but that ending hits you. I mean, that is a triumphant ending it's a really good ending right (laughs) you know we've been building and building and building and then there it is and it's it's really good (laughs) yeah i think i definitely yeah the fact that we only have her blind for 40 minutes is a problem i think that like if we don't like we don't need the first hour of the movie like because she's also like already dating robbie benson's character so we don't like nick we don't have any like there's no meat cute or anything like they're already dating it's just a lot of her just living her life normally of like all the things that are going on and so the momentum really lags and you're like what isn't this movie about a blind person (laughs) like what is happening why is this so much time that we're dealing with her like the different coaches she has and like I, I I would rather yeah I think it should be like she should go blind in the first 15 minutes of the movie like it should be right away we should spend most of the movie right. with and a blind character yeah and I and I want that and that's a hard line to, to to straddle because I um I want you know I want a good I don't want to wallow in her disability. Like, everybody was raving about the theory of everything, the uh, Stephen Hawking I biopic. I did not like theory of everything. Good. Oh, thank you. You're one of the only people I've met that, you know what, I didn't like it because I thought uh, Ian Redmond's performance was awesome. Yeah. However, the movie wallowed in this poor man's disability. And I'm yeah. like, this is Stephen Hawking. He I know. did. I know. It's Stephen Hawking. The, the list of things that he's done is longer than my arm. I want to see that. Yeah, and then they cut out. The movie ends right. Uh, yeah, I, I, it is infuriating because I'm like, since I was a little kid, I wanted to see a movie that starts at the end of that movie, and I'm just like, what the fuck? You didn't do the movie I wanted. Like it was, <laughs> it could be interesting instead of this fucking bullshit. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I so, hate that movie. Yeah, so Sorry. that's no, 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 no. <laughs> totally earned. Totally valid. Um, so yeah, it, that's a really difficult line to cross. I want to see her deal with her disability. And come to love and accept her disability. I don't want to wallow in her yeah. disability. Well, I want her to be more driven. I want her to be the like the engine of the story of like I want to see her become disabled quickly, but then also like quickly in the movie, but then also kind of me if she is the one motivated to keep trying, then you have a much more you can do a lot more that doesn't feel so shitty because she's the one who's just like, I'm going to keep doing this. And then it's, it's a system, it's an issue of systemic problems. And that's more, far more interesting to watch, especially right. when it's disability. There's, the yeah. systemic problems are what makes disability stories interesting. Like, and so to have it, Really, and in this movie, they don't question the systemic problems at all. They're just like, yeah, they're just fact, and they don't bother to really like they they show how they're problematic, but then they don't. <laughs> no one seems to care <laughs> like that they're probably. I mean, they, if they do, it's they're wrong for caring. Yeah, and there's no scene of like she's in bed or in a chair, wherever, and depressed, and then she stands up and says. I'm going to do this. Right. Me, I'm going to because I want to. Not necessarily because I have anything to prove, but because I want to do this. Right. And even if it is like, I mean, yeah, just if she needs to have any sort of motivation to not be just doing what other people are telling her to do. (laughs) Like, we have to also get a sense of like how the skating is important to her. Like, because we kind of, because it's the movie kind of tells you like basically it's because people like 
she likes the attention but again she never really says that it's just other people say that about her and so we never get to she never says in her own words really like why she likes it whereas like I think a few times people say like I think maybe she might allude to the crowd like she likes hearing the crowd but really most of her motivations are spoken for by other characters where you're like is that true (laughs) or did you or do you think that's true because it doesn't seem like that's what she thinks like necessarily like you're just saying that so like the fact that we get so little window into like what's going on with her uh, is it makes it so hard it just makes it hard to make a movie that way because it's just like you have all these characters that are needing to do double work because they're like basically dictating what a character wants and thinks when it's like you just make the character do that it's a lot less work for a writer if you just make the character be the one who wants to think stuff instead of everyone else trying to make her want and think stuff because then it just is all this weird friction but she doesn't even have any opinions so it's just like yeah yeah believe it or not um this story is told a lot better in uh so i recently went on a kind of a bender on disney plus i watched a bunch of those old uh, disney channel original movies oh yeah not all of them hold up however one of my favorite ones and uh uh like i said something that i think tells this story much better is miracle in lane two it's based on a true story stars a very young frankie muniz (laughs) as justin yoder who uh, is is uh, para, uh, paraplegic. Oh, yeah. And he decides he wants to be a soapbox derby racer. And so it's about them uh, not only figuring out how is he going to do this, but uh, uh, also um, about him not overcoming his disability, but overcoming the system. Right. So good. It's it's actually really cute. Well, that's like <laughs> it's really that cute. works a lot better. And I was expecting like some of that, maybe not like that much of a like not as much of a critique as I wanted. But I was expecting it to be somewhat like that. But that it's not. It's really not at all. It's really not like there's no yeah. There's no going up against the system or even like the fact that she no one even knows she's blind. And then the, that's also the ideal. Like it's seen as that's the perfect thing. That like she could do something without anyone knowing that right. she's blind. Right, she can she can pass. Right, so right, it's, it's totally fine. And I, yeah, and it's it, yeah, and I think we've gone back and forth on on that point of like it's it's I I would want people to know that she's blind, but if they know that she's blind, would they treat her differently? Would they score her differently? That's right. not fair when she's put in just as much work as all these sighted people have. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's difficult because it's like, would, I mean, you, you really wouldn't know, like, and, and, and it's really hard to say exactly how much, especially with something that is weirdly like, um, it's kind of like job, job interviews. It's like, well, technically you're not allowed to discriminate, but job, like people don't have to give any reason why they didn't hire someone. <laughs> so it's not like they have any responsibility to show they didn't discriminate. Like they can still do it. It's just you know kind of covert um but yeah it's it's really hard to like say exactly how much of a concern that would be and you really just can't tell in the movie like and they don't even though they have a character who's like has some sort of mental health thing we assume going on and they said that they hurt themselves which I guess is supposed to be the same for like supposed to Mm -hmm. foreshadow her journey but then it's not really foreshadowing her journey because 
she's, I guess, because she's hiding her blindness, and they said that she got a concussion and broke her arm or whatever, like, but I, th- I don't even think they say broke her arm in the 78 one, um, but, but just that she, like, got a concussion, but no one really knows what happens, or what happened to her, but, yeah, I mean, we don't get a real sense, because the French girl that, that would be the analogous person at the beginning is, like, um, is just a mess when we the only scene we see her like she's like really not doing well and then we never see her again like she's talked about in multiple scenes without her us meeting her at all we only see her ice skating basically and like just sitting in a waiting room and then ice skating so it's like you know three minutes of this character and then she disappears forever um so it's we have no sense of like how her like what's going on with her would affect her ability to be judged because she's not because she keeps falling like her whole thing is she falls and falls and falls and falls which means that she would probably get judged on the falling thing most likely (laughs) whereas that's not the question we have about like you know treating disabled people differently obviously if a disabled person was like figure skating and they fell all the time then that's going to be very different than someone who does a perfect like you know sighted person routine so like we just have no sense of like we don't have any character that gives us a window into how the judges would react which like you could have also done that that's another way you could have made it better you could have like made a give us more of a sense of why she made this choice yeah i and i would would have liked to have seen that through maybe a a role model uh someone a paralympian that she could have talked to right uh, so yeah someone who's been through this some someone who could have given her advice or yeah. pointers or at least been like hey you know hey um i'm here if you if you need to talk or if you want to know it's like a very able washed world it's like one of those problematic things where you have just like someone who has a certain identity and they're going up systemic up against systemic problems but then they also like no one else is even there's yeah there's no role model there's no one else like them not only that but i mean (laughs) hashtag movie so white i don't think there's a single movie yeah i don't think there's a single person of color in this in either movie i know there's white as the snow that's in every scene (laughs) as white as the ice she skates on (laughs) yeah exactly yeah yeah so that well that's another thing i would change is i don't want to see a movie about a blonde white girl well no we figured it out actually don't make it blind person actually at all just do a movie about yeah. that what's her name what, we looked up her name now i can't remember <laughs> we wait to, to say her name bon- bonnily bonnily is that it's her last name yeah. okay yeah yeah just make a movie about her that's really how you fix movie. this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. make a movie about like a, a a black figure skater that is rougher on the edges but does a lot more interesting stuff yeah. and how Ooh. that kind of systemic problems i mean it's kind of like i Tanya, i guess i Tanya is similar to that like kind so, of sim- message yeah overall. similar to the fact that nobody got on her about the fact that she was white it was more about the fact that she was considered trailer well, trash so doesn't it doesn't the her competitor have like a blind dad and that's it's weirdly part of the, the what's her name who she trips or trips uh hurts. no apparently this is a thing i don't remember why i like i was like googling something i don't even think this was the question and there was a lot of articles about how she had a blind father the oh, weird figure skater okay. i was like okay huh. well, it's very bizarre that this what, is so interesting Na- nancy kerrigan yeah kerrigan okay she's, she's apparently her dad's blind i guess i don't cool. know <laughs> very random fact that apparently there was like weirdly a lot of articles on the internet about and i was like i don't understand why people care about this so much but whatever <laughs> um but but that's completely relevant weird mm-hmm. random 
fact. Um, but yeah. like, I, I mean, I think that, and I haven't seen Itania, but I know a lot about her story and it's, like a lot of the it's, details. It's really good. I mean, for for, for Margot good. Robbie's performance alone, it's really good, and it's yeah. streaming on Hulu, so you could, you don't have to pay I anything know. to watch it. Uh, I'll, I I will <laughs> have to. It's definitely on my list. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think like in this, some ways it does it, but it's a little bit more about like I think Itania is more about abuse and less yes. about like the figure skating you are world specifically. Yeah. yeah. So that's and and honestly like movies about abuse i sometimes have to like be in an okay place to watch oh, them They're yeah no that that's fun. that movie comes with a heavy trigger warning I yeah mean, it's, yeah yeah um this movie I, ice castles ice castles is like uh uh it's it's like a bag of chips a, like a bag of plain potato chips it yeah. will fill you up but it, there's not much at there. Yeah, and then it, <laughs> when when you have a bag of it, you're like, I do not want another bag of this. <laughs> or or I want something, but I want the same thing, but it has to be a different flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really have it's kind of yeah, and then you just kind of want to drink some water, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, oh boy. Well, um, should we rate this puppy? Yeah, <laughs> I like. We should do more. Like, how would we fix it? That should be a more yeah, of a that's segment a thing because that's a good. Though I guess we we couldn't have done that last week because um. It's perfect. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Last last week, uh, <laughs> last week was I don't want to change a yeah. thing, not so, one single goddamn but thing. But now that we've done the only movie we'll ever do that's perfect, we could do that from now on. Yeah, that's that's literally a really high bar to set. I don't know yeah. if we'll I don't know if we'll ever find another one. I mean, it checks all the boxes. It's perfect. It's, yeah. It, uh, okay. I guess the one thing is make it so that we can actually have a voice read it, audio descriptions or yeah, like the, yeah, yeah audio yeah. descriptions yeah. would be ideal because then you could also have someone reading the subtitles. That's the only reason I'd fix it. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I fix about that movie. But anyway, um, <laughs> <just> <laughs> different than um, how many structural problems this movie has. But um, that that uh, transitions into our ratings. Do you mm-hmm. want to go first, Melissa? Sure. With your ice castle blindness mm-hmm. acuity? Yes, please. Um, I'm, you know, um, as easy as it would be to totally bash on this movie, which is kind of what we have been doing, <laughs> and I, I regret nothing, uh, no. I'm still going to give it a, a 2020 because at least it has blindness in it. That is the whole reason why we watched the movie. So that's, <laughs> you know, that got us kind of curious as to like, okay, what is what is this going to be like? Uh, right. And I mean, that ending, that ending is real, is real good. <laughs> but you're not giving it anything above 2020. No, I wouldn't give it any. I wouldn't give it anything above 2020. It's a solid 2020. This is this is you throw it on at at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon when you're not going nowhere. And you're, you know, you're sitting on the couch in like a, a robe and, and fuzzy slippers, you know. Just but it just doesn't, it it's not very side, or it's just all sided still. Oh, like, yeah. As opposed to like under 2020, I guess, would be even more sided. But yeah, it's just, it's 2020. I, I definitely wouldn't show this to a, <laughs> wouldn't, this wouldn't be my first choice to show a blind person, you know. Uh, who needed some? Who wanted to be an athlete? Needed some motivation. Like, yeah, well, let's watch Ice Castles. It's no. not. It's not that movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I twenty twenty because I'm you know I I'm, I'm I don't want to bash on it harder. But yeah, yeah, it's solid twenty twenty. Um, I was actually going to twenty twenty five just because I figured. I mean, because my my thought was literally just like she is a blind character for some bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'll give it five for that. Um, but like, it's it is it's a bummer because we've all, this is the second movie we've done where there's a female 
blind character um and other than c which is kind of yeah um different and then it's the ensemble but like but it is a bummer that we have really just even in c actually we've we've not really had a lot of characters that felt very like they had like female characters with a lot of agency who are blind and i feel like we've had enough male characters that are like that that it's very frustrating um especially just that it's also easier to find movies about male blind characters than it is female blind characters um so that's already frustrating the fact that they have had no agency of the two movies because the other one was city lights and neither character had any agency at all and other people are just completely dictating their lives for them so um i find that very frustrating um i think that like yeah, I mean, I think it's the flower thing's cute, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's where, mostly where the five comes in. Like, just the fact that there is some acknowledgement that the world would be different. Because it's also, like, I think it's also symbolically, like, you can do the whole figure skating, like, perfectly as a blind person or quote unquote perfectly because again you have to like question that but like but that that's not the problem that it's at the end with the flowers once everything's already done when just like kind of like silly silly sighted people nonsense basically that that's the thing that gets her and I think that that like instead of just her falling because she's blind like I think that why that works is because it's just showing that like it's not actually the it's not the meat of the the thing right. that's her, affected her ability her talent isn't isn't the thing that's being questioned right right that it's just like something so silly and i think that that's a better i think that's also a better metaphor for blindness in general is that like it's not the things that people think are the hard part that tend to be the hard part it's just the stupid shit that's like in These, between yeah. that's the like, little things important mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that like though it's not important you can still like fall because you're not aware of it and so it can like the things that are relevant can be the things that like actually hold you back the most and so yeah, so I, I mean, I think that's a cute way of doing that. Um, but other than that, it is very, it just feels like blindness is, is kind of a an afterthought. We bear, She's only blind for <laughs> less than half the movie, and it's, it's not treated very well at dramatic, all. Dramatic effect. And yeah. Would you, would you say that also it's, mm, uh, well, no. I was going to say, would you say it's, it's also could be used as, as something that puts her in her place? Like, she like got, her blindness? Yeah, like she got too high and mighty, so she, yeah, you know... I mean, the characters do, the adults who keep telling her what to think do seem to think that that's true, which I'm just like, I don't know. Do you think that it's true that that was like, do you think the movie thinks that? It's hard to say. Um, Kind of. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, it's, it does it does feel a little bit like it's it is used as something to... Um, to put her in her place. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, because I don't really know, I don't really feel like anyone else learns anything. Yeah. I mean, you could, I, you, you could maybe say that, oh, well, her boyfriend learns something, you know, her boyfriend learns something. I don't think he learns yeah, he anything. It feels like he does, but then you're like, what did he learn? No, nothing. <laughs> like the movie I mean, seems to think he's learning something, <laughs> but he's not. <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> Yeah. And I guess, you know, she learned that uh, she can do it as long as she puts her mind to something. She can she can do that thing. No, right. You know, no matter what, no, nothing and nothing will stand in her way. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah, fine, I guess. I mean, it, but then it's also like 
she learns it, but it also feels like it seems so extreme to begin with that the movie is trying to make you think we've gone a lot farther than we have. Right. And it's it's also like only 30 minutes we have. So it feels you're like, it feels like you're walking a continent like the movie wants you to feel that way. It's it's almost, yeah, it, it, it almost feels like an afterthought watching it again. It's just like, oh. Right. You know, she didn't. Yeah, she uh, she acted like a goofball and did this thing. And, you know, instead of being, you know, she, and she could have gotten severely injured in all kinds of different ways. Right. Uh, be, but they decided to blind her. Right. Right. <laughs> Which is also just very. Confu- yeah, it is very confusing because it feels very unlikely that that would happen. It's yeah, one of the least likely <laughs> ways to become disabled from a figure skating Um like accident but it's um yeah i i think that it's very hard to tell what this movie is thinking i think you know because they have a character that's not actually doesn't seem to have any opinions of her own or or like has been made to know that she's not allowed to vocalize them by the people in her life so she doesn't um so you have I think because of that, it's really hard to, like, figure out exactly what the movie thinks is going on. Like, because a lot of the characters are just kind of, like, saying things where you're like, that's not, that's obviously not true. But then it's, like, the only explanation. Like, the fact that she, like, she hurt herself because she didn't want to be in the spotlight or something. You're like, that's not, that's not a thing. (laughs) That's not true. There's no way that's true. But then you're like, there's no other explanation. And it's not really called into question what that adult just said. So I guess the movie thinks that it's true. Like, it's just really, but then sometimes you'll get like two different completely wrong explanations of why she did something. And you're like, okay, obviously neither of those are true. But then we don't, she doesn't say anything. We don't get any other indication. So we're like, okay, I guess it just happened. I guess we have to like, you know, I mean, accidents do happen. Like you can't just fall. Sure. Like it isn't yeah. like that. And it is weird that she falls because she's in an emotionally vulnerable state, not because she's doing a, a dangerous trick. Because it feels like you could just do that. Like that at least would be at least a little bit more concrete storytelling. Like mm-hmm. it's very mm-hmm. weird. Like like that they set up the fact that she shouldn't be doing certain kinds of things, but then it's not like an Icarus thing. She just kind of just is mad and and feeling emotionally destabilized. Right, and that's right. that's why she falls. So it's not even the trick. So you know, it's just very weird. <laughs> Um, and then she's also part of why she's destabilized is the whole thing with the French girl, which I still do not understand at all. <laughs> and so it's just also yeah, like, and, like, why is she mad? Yeah, no. In, in the other in the other movie, it's not even like the, the 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 her rivals make fun of her for like three seconds because she can't afford a pretty dress and and oh, doesn't wear makeup. And that's blah, a little blah, more Itania. Yeah, it's a little more Itania. And then you just never see them again. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of like abandoned characters. You're like, oh, this character's gonna be a big part of the movie, and then like within the next 20 minutes, nah. it's like, oh, so I guess they are no longer in this movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so but, that's, yeah, that's Ice Castle. It's Ice Castle. We did it, <laughs> and now we don't have to revisit it because we've seen both versions twice. Yeah, <laughs> so we don't have to come back to it. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Unless we do like down the line, some bonus episode where I watch the 2010 one, you watch this. Oh God! (laughs) Unless unless you really want to listen to "Through the Eyes of Love." Oh my God! Yeah, go. That's can be the. That's what your your call to action. Not yeah. Not gonna lie. Without the lyrics at the end when she's just skating to the music, it's not bad. It's fine. It's It's fine. I think the the singing is the worst part. It is just so traumatic. It's a 
plane in the montage at the beginning of the movie you're just seeing cars driving around in minnesota and it's snowing and you're just like and it's just like cutting to different cars driving around and you're like this is not dramatic why do you have this like very emotional ballad going on when i'm literally the movie just started and i'm just watching cars drive in snow <laughs> just normally in like a small town it's just very bizarre um but yeah i i think it works yeah it definitely works better it's an instrumental for her thing but you know you have to have it at least figure skating is very emotive music like that's part of the form so you can oh, kind of yeah, get in, with that in the in the 2010 version it was it was pretty cool because um in uh when you're seeing her do her routine before she's blind uh like in the 70s version um she does her routine to the firebird which is one of my favorite 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 pieces of classical music oh nice so that's really cool it's like i know that song that's yeah that's cool it was really cool there's your figure skating is weird they do like movie soundtracks i guess a lot of the time no not well more more and more people are doing yeah like score more and more people are doing it now but usually they're they're dancing sorry skating to classical music yeah i think now they're just like doing more movie scores i guess because they're naturally emotive theoretically well, that and especially the score to this movie where she's about to fall yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the shark in jaws she's gonna fall she's gonna fall. i know bang yeah 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 well that's yeah that's there you go so that's oh boy <laughs> ice castles um so announcing what our next movie yes it's is. your week next it's week. my week i'm so excited and i was thinking so this is not a movie and i'll i was gonna run this by you before we started recording but whatever um i was thinking maybe we could do um in the dark a TV show that is another currently on. Oh yeah, um, okay. TV show which and and then we can decide if we want to do that as my pick since we're gonna have to watch more of it too, mm. um or not. Um, but but it's called yeah it's called In the Dark. Um, and it just because I was like we need more ladies and so it's about mm. it has um a main character who is a blind um like detective basically oh, cool. it's definitely okay. i mean i have not seen it at all yet but just from what i've heard it sounds like a blind veronica mars but i don't Sweet. we'll see if that's how, true how current okay how current is it <laughs> It came out um it started i think last year so i think it's okay. like in its second season right now if i'm not mistaken wow. um so each season is um let me see yeah so the last episode of the of the second season is coming out uh like next week when we're recording this so it will be like already gone by the time we're we're releasing this episode um so it's finished its second season and um and each season's like 13 episodes so i was thinking maybe we could do three episodes because they're only 42 minutes oh yeah that's a little bit shorter than the c ones and that way we can get through it without needing to um, do a billion episodes. Cool, <laughs> cool, it. cool. Yeah. So you want to do like the first three episodes yeah. of the first season? Okay. I uh, see. So we can try that. Yeah, see, that'd be fun. See if we like it. I think it would be good also to like. It might be a good contrast to see because I think that it's like um a little bit more like see, about the ableism yeah. of the world probably. See is a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see is a lot. Yeah, it's I a, hear you. And it, yeah. and 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 I'm excited because it seems it's. I've heard it's definitely like um a what's the right word um. 
Oh, uh, problematic, not problematic protagonist. I mean, it also kind of feels a little bit Jessica Jonesy from what I've heard mm-hmm. too. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. I don't know why I'm telling you all the shows. It's like when I haven't even seen. No, it. it's okay. This <laughs> this reminds me a lot of. So there was this old other. There was another detective show called Blind Justice. Oh yeah, I've this seen. Is, yeah, I've seen that one. This is about the stuff. the dude who's blind. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to like we'll have to start with this one, but then we should go back and oh, start watching like stuff like should. that. Yeah. I I remember not liking Blind Justice. I thought I didn't think it was very good. Well, if this is too good, <laughs> if this is too good portrayal, we can like we should <laughs> we do both. About, yes, yeah, I so think we so can. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I hope I some. I'm hope I'm get to pick more bad choices. I, I oh, feel like I always like pick no, something good. No, please, no, <laughs> Sky, please pick something good. I'll pick the. I know we do stuff. have our we have our <laughs> roles to play. <laughs> oh, I mean, you picked like the best movie ever and i picked fucking ice castles so. no i love our track records i feel like are very great and then well city lights is not great portrayals it's just like it's an important movie for cinema but like it is not a good movie for blind portrayals really no, no but. um but yeah i guess the rest of them have been a little bit the, uh, well i also picked daredevil so you know it's a little bit of Column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah. And you yeah. picked blind dating, so we did kind of True. switch places True. for one time. But um but yeah, so <laughs> anyway, I'm it'll be exciting. I'm actually really looking forward to watching the show, especially now that we've done a couple C episodes. It'll be interesting to see how two different like current shows deal with blind characters. Yeah, yeah. Well and this one doesn't sound uh as totally like C is absolute like sci fi fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this one I think is a lot more um realistic. I think also I heard an interview with a couple of the writers who are blind themselves um no way oh i'm even more excited now and also Mm -hmm. like i was googling stuff about c or i guess i was just randomly googling stuff and like c came up as like apparently there are blind actors on it we're gonna have to talk about it the next episode oh hell yeah but i've Mm -hmm. i could not tell (laughs) i was i was actually re-listening to our c episode and uh yeah we we ask a lot of questions and then just I know in the next episode we didn't answer them so I'm like uh oh we need to do (laughs) we'll have to I know I know I just was we the I just posted the second C episode today so um yeah I was at I was finishing it it up yesterday um so yeah we did say some things about how I don't think any blind people were involved and then I'm like oh apparently there were actors so but we'll we'll talk about that now that we're closer to the end we we can worry less about spoilers Mm -hmm. when researching it so Anyway, nice. Oh, that makes me so happy that they're they're blind actors on that show. Like that's that's so I know, cool. I want to know who they are because I'm I'm like who who are the blind actors? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about all this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, um, I guess just on to our final um, th- thing, which is uh, I didn't have a good name for it today this week, but uh, the thing that we are going to tell people about <laughs> that's yeah that that's works. what i don't prepare that um, works. The, the, thing that, the thing that we're going to tell people about yeah I, yeah i think i went first last time so you go okay first. cool i was gonna say mine is is dumb i don't know how i feel about it so i want to go first um so that works out so i don't know i was trying to figure out what i wanted to do i just realized that like netflix just like and i don't know if this is going to be different by the time this comes out we don't, it's only three weeks of a lag between when we record these and when they come out so i don't it might be the end of june so 
there's a potential that some of them are about to be gone but um they just had a lot of like movies that they posted all at once i guess or i just have been noticing that they've just posted a whole bunch of movies on netflix and i was just because i just didn't know what to do this i feel weird about this but um (laughs) um i just was looking through and found movies that i um really love that are now on Netflix I don't know how long they've all been there but um just I guess just to throw out a few different ones if people are looking to like catch up on good movies of the past um that I like they're they're sort of white duty movies so I apologize um but but, um and they're also movies that probably a lot of people have seen but whatever um the I I Inglorious Bastards one of my favorite movies I don't think it's always been on Netflix. I don't know. No, I don't um, think so either. But it's definitely one to to like rewatch or watch for the first time because it's it's just it's my favorite Tarantino. It's fabulous. There's also um, a serious man, the Coen Brothers film, which oh I really my, love. That's like that is one of my favorite Coen Brothers movies. It's so yes. good, and yes. it's like really. I feel like it's really slept on. People don't acknowledge how great a serious man is. Um, I even have, like, a poster for it in my room somewhere. Um, but, yeah, I, I love that movie. And then they also have The Disaster Artist, which, I mean... Oh, that's know, also great. Yeah, James Franco and the, and, and the Room are, like, two things that I love. So it's, <laughs> it's fabulous. I love um, that movie as well. So, yeah, I don't know. I just was like, oh, they have so many movies. And now I'm going to, like... I noticed that like yesterday, so now I made a whole list of like ones that I haven't seen that I nice. want to see. So maybe next week I'll give you some ones that I hadn't seen before that yes, I've please. now seen in the last week. But yeah, that's what I did when I logged on to Canopy for the first time in a while. I, I know. made just a huge list of movies. Also, to piggyback on on yours, um, in Netflix, if you look, uh, they have a a, ta- a new tab set up called um, Black, oh, Black Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. Yeah, yeah. So if you're really looking for some uh, great timely cinema and movies you can find it there yeah as well i there's they have some stuff on um the ron and king uh like trial and riots and stuff and so i really want to check those out because i that's i was um yeah yeah uh, in the middle of that uh other uh, yeah um other movies have been made free to watch on uh streaming services as well um just mercy and uh, Selma are free to watch oh, no matter what no matter what streaming service you use. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and everyone seems to have Moonlight now, which I also oh love. yeah Moonlight because yeah. it's on Canopy and Netflix. Yes. So that yes. was another one I was going to put on the list, but then yeah, all all very good. I have some catching up to do. Uh, Black Klansman is on HBO uh, Max. Isn't that good? So good. Okay, that is the movie that should have won the Oscar. Oh really? Uh, when what was the year that? Wait, was that not this last year? No, it was. Was it Green Book? Oh God, Green Book! (laughs) No, it wasn't the year that Green Book had run or was nominated. Green Book is terrible. Yeah, I have. I've never seen it, but I know it's terrible. Come after me if you want. Green Book is an awful, 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 awful movie. Hey, this Um, movie, this podcast, we do not like Green Book or The Theory of Everything, (laughs) and I do truly believe we are on the right side of history. Just find out later on. I think Green Book, we already know. (laughs) I think that's already been decided. It's bad, yeah. So terrible. Um, Anyway, but no, actually, I think the year that, that Black Klansman was nominated was the year Shape of Water won. Oh. So I was a little put out that Black Klansman didn't win because I think it should have won Best Picture but The Shape of Water is real good <laughs> is that isn't isn't that like a weirdly disabled thing yes actually uh, yeah is it good I've heard mixed things I love it 
Okay. I think it's, um, I don't know if I can go as far as to say like, it's a masterpiece, but it is, right. it is one of my favorite movies. That movie got me to read the, the novelization of the movie, which I never read those things. Oh, wow. And I read that one. It's really good. Wow. I only <laughs> so. do that when they're short stories. Yeah. No, this is a whole, <laughs> it's a novel and it's really good. And it, so, yeah. Um, yeah. But to piggyback on, on yours. Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> um, you. Was, no problem. Yeah. No problem. Uh, mine is, um, so I was doing some reorganizing uh, over the past weekend because I'm stuck at home and I just feel the need to like clean my room 70 right. million times a day. And I had the radio on and uh, Livewire uh, was on because Saturday they have all the really like fun, goofy shows on OPB. And uh, one of the guests on the show was a poet by the name of Denez Smith. And they are non-binary and they just wrote a, a book of poems called Homie. And they read one of their poems um, about what their idea of a president is. And it is, I mean, I, I was sobbing afterwards. Aww. Like, I literally stopped what I was doing and sat down and listened. And they read it with just fire and passion. And it's so beautiful. And, oh, my God, <laughs> tearing up just talking about it. And the audience, like, you could, I've never heard a standing ovation before until last Saturday you could tell even even though the host said it you could tell that that audience fucking got up on its feet and was screaming we should have talked about that during the movie because there's someone who had to like hear that there was a standing ovation in the movie and I was gonna bring that up and I forgot to oh, do that right oh my god um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways yeah yeah sorry that just no, no that's okay so um, yeah so I got so I got the, his book of poems um you can get it through the through Libby awesome. at, the, at the library. There's the audio version, which is what I have, because obviously I want to hear them read their own poetry. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, the book is Dude. called Homie, and their name the the author is Denez Smith. Yeah. That's that is awesome. I, this is our I think this is our first poetry mm -hmm. recommendation. So I love that. Okay, so then. Um, yeah, I guess we just have credits. <laughs> Read them credits. Yeah. <laughs> so our theme song is by Lucia Fasano. Our Twitter is White Cane Pod. Our Instagram is Citizen White Cane. And our Facebook is at Citizen White Cane. Um, our email is Citizen White Cane Pod at gmail.com. Um, and if you would like to leave us a voice message, um, you can get find the link in the show notes. Have you um, been a figure skater? And um, what is your opinion? on like the uh, how fancy you're supposed to be or, or how they judge you um, do you uh, have um, what are some other things uh, are you a blind person who's ever been taken pity on yeah I'm, I'm yeah. sure there's I'm sure there's a lot of you out there um, are you a Paralympian uh, who right. who is amazing at your sport? Yeah, and do you what do you think that like do you have a really strong opinion about the different types of Olympics and and how you feel like that should be? Do you have another way that you would rewrite ice castles? Yeah. Do you um, hate the theory of everything? Also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> any of these things? Do you have another one? Uh. Um, you don't have to. <laughs> I just wanted I to make I sure I didn't good. cut you off. No, no, it's okay. Um, <laughs> um, 
if you have any of these questions or or any other thing or any other thing you'd like to tell us or any other movie you think we should watch um, or just want to say hi, um, you can do that. And uh, it, with the link in the show notes, also don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, <laughs> and tune in next week for In the Dark. Okay. So excited. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.